previously on the Social Proof Podcast. So $21 million. Yeah. So if I get $21 million, I can build a community? Yeah, and put your children's name on it. And put my ch- kids' names on the streets? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's cool, bro. Yeah, do anything you want. All right, so here's my solution. Okay. So let me ask you, okay, real quick. It's $21 million to build it. Mm-hmm. What do you stand... To Don't ask my profit, David. I know you're about to ask me. Why wouldn't I ask you your profit? <laughs> so what would you say in the game? Well, I mean, like, what is... what's the? I mean, it's not just you. It doesn't yeah. all go in your pocket, but like... Yeah. Well, let me investors. just say this. So um, we have angel investors. Let's say you invested $100,000 into this project. Um, we're looking at a return of 250% on that $100,000. <laughs> 21 million times 200. <laughs> That's 41. So, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like I could do that. You know what I mean? You get 21 It's projected, you know, but give me a I million mean, dollars. yeah, I mean, it's projected, but let's just say, let's just say worst case. And this is what I tell all investors, right? Everything is a risk, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason why that this is so good is because we're buying in the opportunity zone. So our capital gains is we're we're gonna that's why we're building multifamily because one it helps the community but we also get to sit on this project even longer so it's a whole vehicle for opportunity you get to sit on it longer what do you mean meaning that i don't need to sell it oh i see yeah so normally whenever we develop communities you know whatever's left over when we get to the 25 percent stage we're usually unloading it and we're into another community well with this one being that it's in an opportunity zone and it's a catalyst for other opportunity zone projects we will sit and hold this because we know i just said you just i just told you the 250% return well if we sit here for 10 years because we started at the beginning of when um president trump first announced the opportunity zones all of our capital gains that we would have to pay on this project would be eliminated mm. so we would literally have this this community to be performing for the next you know we have about maybe 7 years left within it and when we finish with it, if we decide to sell, we won't be taxed on the capital gains, right? So when you say you sell, you sell the whole community. Yeah, we sell whatever inventory is left. So like a developer, another developer come in and say, look, I need, you know, um, and it's if they keep the opportunity zones, which I hope they do because it helps inner city communities, especially with the type of um, system I have in place, you know. Um, but if I get to the point, let's just say, you know, after my 10-year period or whatever, another investor want to come in and purchase it. If the Opportunity Zone initiative is still moving forward, then they're able to dump in their capital gains and then it continues to keep the community up. The community is now receiving money that it has not received in decades. So that's the beauty of it. So whenever we look at returns, you know, um, and the reason why we make so much is because one, it is in the opportunity zone. So our capital gains is a huge um, benefit. The second thing is this property is, um, they're peanuts, right? Nobody want to buy it because it's in areas where you don't really see people buying. And so property values are very, very, very low, you know? Um, and when you come in and you build a mixed-use community, such as, you know, the one that we're doing, well, our returns are going to be extremely high. If our average cost per lot on 200 lots, let's just say 200, is $1,000 allocated per lot, do you know my bill costs with my lot costs? I'm in like less than 100K, if that, you know, per lot. If, if 
things remain the same. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how much are you selling the houses for now? Oh, affordable. So our homes start at one sixty nine, mm-hmm. and the highest that we sell in this community is one eighty nine. Mm. We wanted to start at 150 because that's where the sweetness at, right? Mm. That's where everybody needs it. But when lumber pricing went up, it oh, knocked yeah, that sure. completely out the, you know, the bayou. We couldn't do it, yeah, you know. Sure. But um, at 169, as soon as we, soon as we break ground, they're going like this. This is a community where people said nobody's ever gonna buy. This is a community that's been sitting dormant for over 12 years. I came in and I was like, you know what? This is disgusting. Was it just land or they had yeah, houses, it, had yeah. houses on there? No, uh-uh. it didn't have anything on there. It was it was just land. They had some old roads that we had to go, like we have to do these roads, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it was, um, I mean, it was filled with debris, David. Like it had tires and, you know, all type of um, things you will find in an abandoned community, right? Um, and it was, it was one where they just used it as a dump. Mm. All right, so here's my plan. Okay. So, if I get some land, mm-hmm. I'm going to build some affordable housing, right? So, it might be a pro- like project housing. You want to build a project housing? I want to build a project. So, you want to work with the government? Maybe. Okay. Kind of. Walk me through this. I don't know. Okay. So, let's say the government gives me money to build affordable housing, a project building, a mm-hmm. hundred people stay mm-hmm. in that joint, right? Mm-hmm. But in the community, the other stuff I'm going to put is all empowering. Mm-hmm. So it might be a really inexpensive gym, mm-hmm. um, a community entrepreneurship center, um, healthy food options. It's not super expensive, but I think that's how we can kind of put people here Mm-hmm. because of their circumstances, but develop them because I'm a real big advocate for improving the community or the environment that you're around. Mm-hmm. I think I just solved the problem to black Well, let me ask you a question. Poverty. Let me ask you a question, though. So why do you need the government to do that? I know what you're thinking. How the heck do you make money from a podcast? Is David just doing this podcast because he likes it or there's a heavily monetized strategy attached to it? Well, it's both. I really love talking and interviewing people and getting free game from really successful people. But also, um, this is a seven-figure podcast. I'm telling you right now, there's so much money in podcasting and we're early in the space. I really feel like it's 2009 and I'm telling you to buy Bitcoin. I'm right now telling you to start podcasting because in five, 10 years, it's skyrocketing. Those are the names that are going to be the ones who have the voices in our world, the ones that start a podcast right now, okay? So I put together everything I know about podcasting in an easily digestible program, okay? So go to podcastersblueprint.com and you know I got to give you all some love, okay? Enter code proof. I'm taking 20% off so you can get your voice heard, all right? So this podcast that you're loving and enjoying, there's other people that's going to love and enjoy yours too, okay? Podcastersblueprint.com. Let's get back to the episode. Because it's like Robin Hood. I'm taking from the rich and I'm taking the money from the government and pouring it into the people. And who money do the government have? Our money, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, that's deep. But, I mean, so how would you... It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You go about it. I mean, I think that's a great idea, right? And that's what we're doing, right? So you're creating the type of community that's going to empower them to get from that community, right? Mm. I believe in subsidized. I don't want you to think I don't. I just believe we can do it without the government having so much control over our money. The moment, you know, I I think for me, the moment I know I am not in 100% control of my project where I'm putting majority of the money, then I'm probably not going to want to do that deal because I have to get permission to be able to make certain type of decisions. Mm. I don't want permission from the government. Um, I think they have a lot of, you know, projects where minds shouldn't matter much, right? Um, But I just don't believe that every project that, um, and honestly, the word affordability, everybody think affordable housing ties to the government, but we're really building it without the government. That's why I was like, no, we're building um, economy-friendly properties. (laughs) Where are you the money from? So um, myself, my partners, um, other investors, just regular people. And then I created, of course, you know, Salt Capital, which is a real estate crowdfunding platform in Louisiana, where we um, where we utilize um, funds through that platform to be able to do other projects as well. But to be honest, our real estate crowdfunding platform have only funded two of those projects. We have literally used all of our own money to be able to do it. Remember, the bank said, we're not giving you money in this area, Terrica, because we just don't believe in it. Okay. Mm. Well, now the banks are saying, oh, they're selling really fast. You know, we'll give you one, right? We'll we'll give you one loan, Terrica. We'll give it to you at 7% um, and um, six-month term. Mm. Like, I do that myself. I don't need that, <laughs> right? Now, if I look at the longevity of the relationship, I said, well, if I do do this with you, and it's a success. Will you give me 10 at a time? They said, it's possible. So then I said, oh, okay, maybe it's worth considering it. When you say they're going to give you one, they'll, they'll, one, they'll put a mortgage on one of the houses. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll on one of the lots for me to build one house gotcha. for them to test it out. After they seen the proven concept of all of the properties we put up and they're selling, and then we're starting for more without them. 
Mm. That means if we putting up this much money and you have a hard time, and you know how much the money is from the bank? How much? $120,000, if that. So what's the point? Yeah, right. But the point is with the with OPM, other people's money, I can do a, a whole lot more. But because it's my money and because it's my partner's money, we're able to do four or five at a time because we still have a lot of other projects going on through SALT. Mm. Dang. All right, so look, I'm going to ask you, because I'm not going to go to the government. I'm just going to come to you. I need $21 million, okay? Would you hold me down? Just so I got a vision. It's going to work. I got to see the land. All right. If I, buy, if I buy some dope land. See, so to me, money is not, like, that's a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That is one of the easiest things to get and do, right? So, like, for instance. We need $21 million of those pieces of paper, though. That's Yeah, but when you look at it like that, it, it becomes really, really big, Right. I look at it if I if I tell you I'm going to put in X Y Z and you're going to get X Y Z, you're not looking at 21 million. You're looking at that ROI. Well, that's what that's how I look at the project, right? So when I go and look at a project, I'm not like, yo, it's 21 million dollars. I'm like, yo, I may make 200 million dollars. Like you get what I'm saying? So yeah. So when I'm looking at it and I'm breaking down the numbers like that, it's a completely different perspective. And again, I don't do it for money. So I think that's another awesome part of it. Now, I make a lot of money doing it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because nobody else would step up in these particular communities and do what we're doing. Because it is a risk. You're risking $21 million in what they call the ghetto. Mm. Right? But I believe that's where the um, sweetest spots are. And I believe that's one of the ways you can prevent gentrification is by being able to invest in those communities and keep it economically. Economically. Economically, thank you. you. Yes, economically affordable Mm -hmm. for the individuals within the community. Yo, there was literally, and I got to show it to you. It was a young lady. uh, Shout out to Talia. If y'all know Talia, reach out to her adult in real estate. Um, She has like 40 acres. And the guy, her her client wants to sell it, but we got to get a um, we got to get a survey, mm-hmm. right? So, but it was like mad trees on there, and I just it seemed to, I want to now now I'm gonna reach out to her like yo, actually let me text her. Yeah, see what's up there, you talking about? I got some trees on that. <laughs> if you got the trees on, it. I looked at it. It wasn't like super like it wasn't cleared away. So I'm thinking in my head. Okay, it needs to be clean, and then we can build stuff. So that's that's actually the deal, right? You see it. So don't say it out loud, but it's forty acres for this price. Yeah, you trying to get it? Yeah, I want it today. Yeah. Hey, Talia, um, if that if that land is still available, I'm gonna call you in just a second. All right. Well, and yeah, I'm gonna call you today. Okay. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, 
there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in the community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, The support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you, would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. Okay. The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book every single chapter, every single day? We're growing together. Okay. You need the environment to grow in themorningmeetup.com a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, Great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want. All right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.